0: just say he looks like Michael Cera (laughs) which I couldn't that's a very good shout the guy who plays Walid looks like Michael Cera so it's basically Michael Cera being this incredibly mad terrorist (laughs) Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of Since You Watched. I'm
1: Yehuda Fink. And I'm Aaron Wunsch. We're here to discuss the best and worst shows available on Netflix. Each week we'll dive into another series and give you our honest opinion.
0: Is it a binge-worthy box set or a massive waste of time? Tune in each week to
1: find out what we're watching. Episodes released each Tuesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a cheeky comment. So let's get into it. welcome to Since You Watched. Um, This week we are actually going to be doing something that we didn't think we were going to be doing last week, which is we're going to be reviewing Fowder. Um, Our special office episode will probably come out maybe next week, the week afterwards. We're still arguing about that. We also have a few suggestions for what we're going to call these special episodes. So far we've got Argy Bargy.
0: Argy Bargy, okay.
1: Because that's like a British term for argument. Someone gave us an option which was, I think it was Controversial Questions. Yeah, it's not as good as I thought it would well, I need, be. I
0: need, I need, I need, I need something that you know sticks up, like get Brexit done or get best. Yes, We can, you know, <laughs> something like that. Something that you know, build back out.
1: better. What was that other? One?
0: So, which one was it?
1: It was, was definitely it? build back better. What are some great political slogans? Make America. <laughs> Make since you watched Great Again. Make since
0: you watched Great Again, um, what was it? Uh, stronger and strong and stable. That was strong and strong. That was Terry's Amaze one, strong and stable. That literally the opposite of what happened afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Literally the opposite. Um,
1: Liberté, Equality, Fraternité.
0: Yeah, that's a decent one. I came, I saw, I conquered. (laughs) 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 Julius Caesar. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I came. mm, Not so sure about that one. What about. We've got a few which is like classic ones like unpopular opinions. Uh, you know, The Argument, I mean, you know, uh, not great ones. Not Nothing that, like, shouted out. I, I think because it's going to be a like a debate, I don't know.
0: We could say, you said what? Or, are you joking? Are you for real? Something like that. You know when people say something controversial or something and people don't are like, are You've
1: are you 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 never ever seen me
0: Titanic? You've <laughs> yeah, never you seen oh, I like that. you winding me up.
1: Are you winding me up? Yeah. Is it just What's you on? winding me up, question mark?
0: You want some? You want some? I'll give <laughs> it you. Phone. You want some?
1: I'll give it you. Yeah. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! We'll think about um, one. thank
0: you for the uh, for the uh, suggestions. Other than controversial questions, which I'm sorry, this <laughs> whoever came up with that one, please come up with something else. Um, we're not going to take that. Thank you for the suggestion, but um, yeah, it
1: will, it will, yeah, we'll, we'll think of something. But um, but yeah, no, we're looking forward to that. But th- this week we're going to be reviewing Fowler. Uh, which is the Israeli television series, which was developed by Leo Raz and Avi Isarov. No, Is-Acharov? How do you pronounce his last name? Avi Sacharov. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Talking about the experiences from the IDF, it was, you know... just it, like
0: <laughs> a bunch of listeners who are like, wait... That was way too Israeli. Is he Israeli? Boycott. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Oh, we, yeah. I think it's fair to say, as a disclaimer, this is not a political podcast. Yeah, um, no, so please do not boycott, divest, or impose sanctions, sanctions on our podcast. We're talking about an Israeli show, but it's also a Netflix original now. So that yeah. kind of gets us out of any uh, political issues with, with the show. But... Um, I mean, it won't. If, let's be honest. <laughs>
0: look, at, look at the way the world is. If, if you wear blue and white... You'll be like, Are you a Zionist? No, it's just I just look good in blue and white. Or if someone's like (laughs) wearing green and red, I'll be like, What are you are you boycotting Israel? No, they just look good in green and red, which is a strange combination for clothing, in my opinion. But still, like you might look good in that colour. Green, black,
1: red and white can be a very, very cool combo. It doesn't mean you're supporting a Palestinian state just if you're (laughs) wearing those
0: colours. You could be supporting a Palestinian state. It doesn't mean that you know need clothes colouring. Whatever. Don't boycott us just because we're talking about something that
1: there are plenty of reasons necessarily like whatever, <laughs> there, <go> are, <laughs> there are plenty of reasons to boycott us um, the fact that we're talking
0: about it is the fact that Wunsch thinks the office is overrated I would understand why someone might switch <laughs> off please don't switch <laughs> off because I love it um, but yeah we are going to discuss uh, Felder, um, which is a show that we've both watched um, millions and millions of people have watched it's one of the most successful shows on Netflix at the moment um, which is why we can't Uh, When we look at the shows that we want to discuss, we can't ignore it. It is a great show for for many reasons. Um, And it's attracted a lot of attention. And I think it's been renewed for at least another season, maybe even two more. Uh, The last season came out during the first lockdown for us. I think it was maybe April or so, March, April last year. The third um, season, yeah. The third season, yeah, season three. It's been around for a few years. It's part of a growing wave of Israeli arts that are becoming more popular shows films so we've we've talked about schtissel in the past uh, a little bit um there's stuff on uh, amazon prime i've seen this some israeli films uh the one of the 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 star of Fauda, leo raz is in a show in a film that's coming out um a netflix film i can't remember what it's called but it it looked kind of cool
1: Mm. Um, he was also in... It's basically Fowler in New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was also in Operation Finale. Yes, he's one of film the... He, he the played, of yeah.
0: And he's also in a Ryan Reynolds film called is Six Underground, which is a big action movie that came out about 18 months ago and he plays hmm. the villain. He plays the villain in it. He's act, Leo Reyes is actually a pretty good actor, I have to say. Mm. He's yeah, not great I in thought,
1: the first season. He grows into it.
0: I think yeah, well, it, we'll get into that a little bit, but I think the mm. the, the the actors don't need to act that much in Faldo because I think they're not necessarily depicting something completely unfamiliar to them. Mm. Um so I think he's alright. Yeah, he does get better. His acting actually does get better and I think all yeah. of their acting gets better. Um but there's a few there's a couple of stars in that show who are brilliant. Mm. Um but it is uh is it it's a show that we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um uh, purely from a, you know, a critique of, of TV. Obviously, it is linked to a very sensitive topic for many people. It's been in the news a lot recently. Um, so, don't take it that we're trying to advocate for one side over the other. That's not the point of the show. It's a very. Uh, we'll talk about what we think. I, I personally think uh, we discussed a bit before we started recording. I think it's actually an incredibly honest show uh, on, on stuff I've seen. I've seen a lot of propaganda from both sides. I actually think it's a it's an incredibly honest depiction of of what's going on um, and 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 how how lives are affected uh, which is the most important thing that's forgotten i think in, in many cases um, but yeah we're going to look to your performance you had a good bank holiday so far
1: yeah it's been been very nice thank you very much yeah. it's nice to record on a on a bank holiday beautiful weather we're having oh, isn't it thank god i really hope it keeps up really hope mm. it keeps
0: up um, Yeah, it's uh, it's a good one. I hope all all us Brits are enjoying our uh, our extended weekend. Finally, Uh, finally, Um, after
1: a really crappy spring, (laughs) it's been awful weather. Shocking May, the whole of May was
0: just unbelievably bad. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I hope you're all enjoying yourselves, sunning yourselves, and when this is out, you can enjoy yourselves. Uh, Mm. um, back when you're back at work, on the way to or from work, or when you you know if you you don't need to do work, uh, if you're doing at work at home, just sit on
1: the couch, you know, Mm. log in.
2: I think and perfect, stick perfect, your
0: headphones in,
1: perfect afternoons. Probably sitting in a nice park, cold beer, listening to. Oh, or a glass of pims, oh. or a glass of pims, yeah. A glass of nice. pims, a piece of cake, some banter from us
0: boys on your since uh, you watch podcast. <laughs> we'll Go. bring the pims, banter. cake, banter. <laughs> it's the best combination, the greatest combination. Um, mm. Maybe we should call that our show: pims, cake, banter. <laughs> <laughs> and we should just have drink a, a glass of pims, a piece of cake. And banter about a specific topic that we disagree on.
1: That's a good... Actually, that could be a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we've got to commit to Al-
1: Alcohol drinks. and arguments.
0: Alcohol and arguments. Oh, well. Wow. Arguments with alcohol. Alcohol and arguments. Arguments because of alcohol. Alcohol because of arguments. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of different combinations. Alcoholic. Alcoholic arguments. Well, we, we could
1: do that, that. When we're discussing it, we can each have a whiskey. And we can talk about what whiskey we're drinking. And then, as it goes through, we'll get more and more rowdy with the, Interesting. Um, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll put out, out to um, the uh, the millions and millions of listeners. Um, do you think that drinking whiskey sound, whilst arguing about something is cool or sounds incredibly pretentious?
2: I mean, who cares? We can just drink the whiskey anyway
1: and <laughs> have an argument. It sounds brilliant. Um, I okay, problem,
0: I think that. that's something to think about. We'll think about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, good. You had a good bank holiday. And Any new TV at all?
1: Nah, we, really.
0: we, said we we're not going to go into it, but we both watched the Friends reunion special. Yes,
1: just just a quick uh, uh, yes or no. Did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. I didn't. I, I think as we discussed, and we uh, maybe we can do a, a special episode on the Friends reunion. I, I think it did just what it Friends. was meant to do, which is that it was about talking to the actors bit of nostalgia it wasn't meant to be another episode I think people who were watching it for that were disappointed I think one of the things we both agreed on was that it was a bit sad you know they've not aged that well a lot of them um, some of them seem quite I mean Matthew Perry's the obvious one who just looks a bit destroyed by by time unfortunately um, I, 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 yeah I I, I,
0: I I disagree with your yes or no I actually I didn't enjoy it you, when, I think, uh, when I think about it because I just with the second half of what you said I think it's just quite sad yeah um don't think the hype w- was necessary and just it was kind of why I, I was expecting i wasn't expecting a, an episode i was expecting to be sad and i also you said nostalgia i don't think it's nostalgic for me because friends is i watch friends at least once a year but <laughs> okay. stopped, finished. so i think and it's the same with a lot of people i think people have worked yeah. got friends on so what's the a nostalgia is when something you haven't done for a long time potentially right and and you look back on it, uh, uh, you you, rem- you reminisce on a show that you mm-hmm. might have watched or stuff like that. So that would have been nostalgic. But I know, don't know. These, I, I these still, are, these I are still think are, are still on our TVs day in day out for most people. And so. like
1: to see the actors who are now older go back to the set and talk about old scenes and re redo like they reread some yeah. of those old scripts. I don't know. For me, I felt like it was quite nice to see see them. I hear what you're saying. There was a lot of it that sort of. It didn't, uh, it didn't deliver in the same way it gave us it a great to. meme the Matt Leblanc
0: yeah. meme is quite as great thank you Matt Leblanc for, 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 for being normal and thank <laughs> you for representing the, uh, us people as being normal at least to Goudreau as well um, but I really hope that the other four uh, find some sort of peace because they just didn't look happy in my opinion um, mm-hmm. they didn't look happy uh, with, I don't know if it's what's going on in their lives maybe they found the show uncomfortable but they just didn't look very much at ease Cadreau and Leblanc looked really happy chilled um, and enjoying it the other four i was a bit I was a bit worried about at some points yeah let's uh, let's get into uh let's get into our show folder Fauda um, comes from the Arabic word, Fauda, which I think means chaos. Yep. Um, which is the code word that this elite team. Fauda is, is, I'm not even reading anything, but just the base of it. Fauda is about an a, an elite commando unit in the RDF that is more of a counter terrorist team um, uh, that you know, it focuses on uh, a number of them and their stories, but mainly focusing on a man named Doron Cavilio who is, at times, on and off the leader of the team. Um, he's battling his own demons and going undercover in the heightened um, context of the Israeli-Palestinian story. Uh, and they obviously face different foes, and we, we see them do some brilliant counter-missions and uh, uh, taking out certain terrorists and being put in certain perilous situations, and also the relationship amongst the uh, counter-terrorist team, uh, which has... It's on and off goes well and positive, and have their own issues. Um, but it's a great show. falder is is a word that they shout if things it, it all basically goes, goes wrong. And yeah. It all goes it all goes wrong. Um, then then it means that uh, that they need to get their their mate out uh, uh, safely, and, and the the mission's gone wrong. So that's where the word foulder comes from, and that's kind of what the show is, isn't it? Uh, it's it, it you know then they they make, they make loads of plans and things get thrown into chaos, uh, not just in um in the missions that they carry out, but also in their own lives, they have chaotic e- events in their lives. Um, and we see actually, a brilliant thing, and we'll go into it with the spoilers, but it's not, and I think it's something that some might criticize the show for, but I think they're, I just think they're wrong, um, is that actually it doesn't just necessarily focus on this team and celebrate them, it actually looks at the consequences of their actions, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so
1: yeah, it's a, it, it's been an incredibly successful show, hasn't it? Have you got any stats? I've got a few. Um, I mean, just to go over the, the show itself, it's three seasons, as you mentioned. Uh, each season is about. So far. So far, there's about 12 episodes per season. Each episode is about 45 minutes. It is in Hebrew, um, or modern Hebrew, or if written. And, uh, and Arabic. And Arabic with subtitles, or you can choose to watch it with the um, dubbed over in, in English, which I. You know, always uh, recommend that you watch the yeah. show in the,
0: in the foreign language with
1: subtitles. It, in my opinion, it uh, for me, it ruins it does ruin it a little bit when you watched it dubbed over. And if you don't mind watching with subtitles, I still think it's um, is pretty good. So, in terms of the uh, some of the stats about it, so it's won a number of awards, um, mainly in Israel, but also a lot of you know a few things outside of Israel that has done pretty well. It's won a couple of awards um, outside, not too many that I've seen um but in terms of rotten tomatoes do you know what the rotten Tomatoes score was for all three seasons
0: i'm going to put it in the 80s percentage wise is that too high
1: no you're you're quite far off actually
0: is it 90s
1: you're still far off it's 100% <laughs> for up. all three seasons on rotten tomatoes really? yeah wow it's amazing really really popular. wait rotten tomatoes is the is the audience score well, it has... Yeah, it wasn't us as both. It does all it does some review, but... The, that yeah, was certified... Is 100% it certified of reviews fresh? were favourable for all three seasons. Um, again, things might be... Look, it's, it's received, as you mentioned previously, it has received a little bit of um, backlash by certain commentators. Um, some people think that, you know, from a political perspective, the way it portrays Israeli soldiers is, um, you know, bordering on propaganda. Some people think that it's um you know one sided some people think that it it glorifies terrorism it glorifies very real conflict there's a little bit of i think push and pull on that and i think it's perfectly mm. reasonable to say yeah. that you know from a political perspective some people might feel uncomfortable watching those sorts of things in the same way that you know some people felt uncomfortable watching shows like unorthodox because they felt it poorly represented the ultra orthodox Jewish community and with you know, I think there was quite a lot of criticism about Homeland when it first came out from the, um, oh, yeah, from the Muslim community, and that's also you know perfectly reasonable. You're never, you're always, always, always going to do a
0: show about this sort of contest, you're going to upset someone, yeah, someone's not going to like it, someone's going to think it's too biased or unfair or un- unfairly portrayed. So, um, yeah, um, but stat- statistically, audiences, it, it's done very it's well, hasn't done very it not it? Was, well. It is number one in many countries. And one of the highlights was it was number one in Lebanon. Yes, um, you mentioned Which, uh, <laughs> the interesting thing about that, it's it, you might say, well, it could be number one in loads of countries. Lebanon is a country that borders Israel on the northern border. Lebanon and Israel have been in at least two full-scale wars in 1982 and in 2006. Lebanon has never signed a peace deal with Israel. I mm. think it's more to do with what the leadership situation is um, and what the, the actual political problems are in Lebanon as well. But Lebanon and Israel have never had a peace treaty, and technically they, they've always—they're they're technically, in a way, enemies. And yet, this show, which is about elite Israeli commandos counter-terrorists taking out, you know, uh, Hamas and uh, Palestinian Authority and uh, ISIS terrorists, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, it was number one for a few weeks. <laughs> it yeah. was most watched shows <laughs> in Lebanon, um, which which says a lot about how people view the show itself, um, and why I think that some critics have jumped to certain conclusions and some mm. people who may not have watched the show and boycotted it because they boycott anything that's Israeli yeah. um, have got the wrong conclusions and if you watch this show you understand properly and you get past the whole brilliant action scenes and they are brilliant absolutely yeah. incredible some of the best action I've ever seen I think you agree with me on yeah. um, that is some sensational stuff and, uh, and even the dialogue is really good generally mm. um, but I actually think it's, it doesn't portray the Israelis as necessarily righteous heroes at all yeah um, it, it's a very raw and very honest show i think a lot of the time mm-hmm. and uh, there's some scenes there where some 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 characters where you're like here uh you know you, you're rooting for them and they're your heroes and they come out and say a couple of really shocking things yeah which you understand why they've said it but at the same time you're like no
1: I it's can't, very upsetting back yeah that. there's a few there are quite a lot of upsetting scenes and i i, I think that's a fair way to look at it but in terms of going back to the the score, so yeah, the the average tomato meter on Modern Tomatoes was 100%. The average audience score was 88%. Um, do you want to hear a really interesting fact that I just saw when uh, doing a bit of scrolling? Do you cool. know a. Okay, so Leo Raz, or Leo Raz, yeah. um, he was Arnold Schwarzenegger's bodyguard. Really? Yeah, how funny is that?
0: He looks like a bodyguard. Yeah, he it? does. I mean, that's he looks like about. That's the thing. He looks like a very stereotypical Israeli yeah. guy. And this middle-aged man. Looks like a looks mm. like a bouncer. Yeah,
1: and the story follows him mainly, as you mentioned. He comes out of retirement because he they thought they'd killed a terrorist who's uh, nicknamed the Panther, and apparently he's still alive. They come back to try and find him. In the first episode, they track him down. They bring Dawn out of retirement to try and help them find him and kill him and uh, without going into any of the spoilers uh, a few things happen when they try and capture him in the first episode and that as you mentioned sets off a number of uh, chain a chain of events that then end up escalating to quite a large extent and then the whole first season is just about um, Doron coming out of retirement as you mentioned to sort of try and track down this, this, um, this the panther and um, you know all the ramifications of them trying to do that and then that feeds then into the second season which is a continuation whereas the third season i think it's fair to say is is the first and second season almost like a part a and a part b whereas the third season feels a little bit more yeah. of a separate thing there's new characters well there's i new, think yeah yeah new terrorists i think season
0: with. four will be part i think season four will be part b of season three
1: interesting okay
0: because well, we'll get to because i think season three ended on some ended on some sort of a cliffhanger in a sense that it sets up a new villain mm. in a way and it actually didn't end in a very it didn't end in a satisfying manner at all um and i think it will definitely link into season four definitely the way it is season three ended um okay it's definitely a part a of something in my opinion mm. you're right season one and two they, they're very much a clear story that linked together um uh, in, in certain areas but i think season three and four i think the new season yeah i think it should it, it clearly ended in a certain manner that's going
1: to it's going to uh affect the storyline yeah season four, and we'll we'll get into in the opinion. spoilers and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute but before we do yeah. um would you recommend 100
2: yeah 100
0: 100 i mean uh, for very vari- for various reasons i at the moment i'm finding myself recommending anything that's coming out of israel um and it's not because i'm biased it's because i genuinely watched a lot of stuff recently and and, and it's, all of them are hits mm. A lot of the Israeli stuff that's coming out is brilliant, it, and, and it doesn't. And it's not necessarily about the storyline, whether I'm in favour on it or not, or whether I think it's sympathising with one side or not. With a lot of certain things, there's a lot of really good stuff out there. And when we've talked about this in the unorthodox episode netflix amazon prime uh, it, they seem to be delving into this really
1: interesting area of the world and, and coming up with some mm. really good stuff so well, that's the benefit of the a, of something yeah. like netflix is that ability to access foreign yeah. films and foreign television yeah. i mean we've spoken about money heist we're speaking about we spoke about unorthodox we're speaking about fowder this week but there's also you know lupin is has done incredibly well yeah. you know and, and that fact that you can start to tap into you know all of these different shows and watching it with subtitles i mean i don't I mean, i'm sure you're the same even if it has subtitles i'm perfectly happy to sit and watch if it's a good show the subtitles don't bother me in fact in some cases it actually you know almost makes it a little bit better i quite like the fact that it's in a different language and the way they speak and the way it works i think is excellent yeah i
0: completely agree with you um it's uh it's a it is also as as a show itself this um the, if you like action, mm. watch it. It's the action scenes are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I think I, I mean I've I've never served in an army, but I know people who have, and they say that a lot of the stuff in that is incredibly realistic. Although mm. experience, so some people are quite a bit veterans who, who, who were involved in certain uh, uh, missions in in Gaza or janine and and they said a lot of that stuff is very very realistic um, and it's quite accurate. Uh, so if you enjoy action you'll enjoy that side of it. The storylines themselves, I think the acting is pretty good. It gets Mm. better over time. The storyline is good. It throws a few curveballs. It's not actually that predictable, uh, which I really like. Mm. And also, one of the best things about the show is that none of the characters are necessarily safe. And even Doron, you know, I'm, I'm n- not sure never entirely convinced. I think this show, I think this show could survive without him. In my opinion, it, it could. I, I don't think they'd kill him off though. We're, I think he's. I don't think they'd kill him off because Leo Raz is such a star. Mm. But the, uh, but if not not Doron, but the the characters around him, I don't think any of them are safe. I really don't think any of them are mm. safe. I think any of them could just be uh, uh could be killed off or, or leave the show in a certain manner and the, you know the season two there was one thing at the end that I, I didn't see coming i was quite surprised at um a little bit we'll get to okay. that in spoilers I'm trying to, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think which bit uh, <laughs> but 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 it's not uh it's not a happy uh, no. ending kind of show it, it, in a sense at all it's a very real and raw show so definitely do do watch it um i do think it portrays some parts of the of this conflict and what's going on in israel and, and, and the palestinian territories i think it's mm it's definitely um g- uh, focusing on a, on a human side of it it definitely does and, and the effect and the impact it has on these people um one, uh, you know there's this sort of uh, a you you may know a bit better than me but there's this sort of portrayal this idea that soldiers you know they like war and they like killing people and they're like yeah and and i think that's actually a very false image and i think it's almost uh, I, I would actually this is where i blame america i think a lot of american shows have glorified violence and the, and the soldiers who, who seem to enjoy it, right? Mm. I think w- with certain Vietnam films and stuff like that, you kind of see that actually war killing even one person can screw you up emotionally. And, and a lot of soldiers come back, you know, not, I think vast majority of soldiers don't like what they have to do. Uh, they understand that sometimes they have to do it, but even then they question whether they have to do it or not. But I think this show definitely doesn't glorify you know these soldiers are not happy about what they necessarily have to do. They see it as the job and they see it as an important thing. But it it doesn't leave. You know it, it, there are definitely emotional scars on a lot of them, and they find it tough to maybe go back in. I think there's one storyline where one of them finds it tough to go back into the field, and um, you know because what they're doing is in, is real. It's not a computer game. I think some people think seem to think that war is a it is a playstation game where you know you can kill people and no one else gets yeah, hurt. Respawn. or only the bad people die mm. right only the bad people die and that's not the reality of war that's why we all hate war um that bad the good people get hurt in the middle and, and the people that are doing the things aren't necessarily bad people themselves yep. but they have to do bad things um, so i definitely think it's a, it's a good show in that sense
1: um so i would highly highly recommend okay it for and since not. you watched fowder and enjoyed fowder if you did what sort of shows would you say are similar and what sort of shows do you think people would enjoy watching as a result of Felder?
0: Um, so I think if you enjoy action, um, I think if you only want to combine it with the Israeli side of it, When Heroes Fly, It's, it's uh, I, I actually relatively I enjoy enjoyed that. it uh, at times. I know some people didn't. I thought it was okay. It, it started off well. It's held off a little bit towards mm. the end of it. it, it it's, I think it's a limited series. Um, I It was it's, it's decent. If you want to watch a, a group of Israelis getting together and, and it's an action story, um, then definitely I would recommend that. I think um, it's not a Netflix show, but it's called Prisoners of War, or in, if, in if it's called Khatoufim in, in modern Hebrew. It's called Khatoufim, and it's basically the inspiration for Homeland. Mm. It's only two or three seasons. I think it's only even two. I think it might only be two seasons, potentially. Um, and it's basically the first two or three seasons of Homeland, but better. It's so good. Mm. It's such a good show. Um, obviously, the Shtissel, which is an Israeli show. Um, there's
1: a show called Tehran. Yeah, I, was I don't s- know if that's I was going to say it's, it's not it's on Netflix? Apple TV, but that's brilliant. That's very similar. It's about Mossad in Iran. And that's a brilliant, brilliant show. Um,
0: I'm trying to think of other shows. There was a show called um, Hostages, um, which is a, a story which take, just takes place in, in Israel um about a simple clear hostage situation but it's really good the first season's Mm -hmm. great don't bother with the other two seasons because it's a completely different storyline but the first season it's absolutely phenomenal uh so i would highly recommend that it's i'm pretty sure that's still on netflix there's more sud 101 Mm -hmm. which uh is a really good show uh uh, a lot i know a lot of people really enjoy it so there's a lot of good stuff out there um in that sense. Um, have you got anything?
1: I mean, yeah, my main one was going to be Tehran, but also I think... Uh, I know we've we've already reviewed it, but Money Heist, I actually think, you know, that whole... The action side of it and the, you know... Th- the the idea that it's not just a shoot-em-up game, it's actually a bit more behind it. There's a bit more of a yeah. sort of thought process behind action scenes. I think that those, that's nicely portrayed in Money Heist. Um, and... What was the other one I was thinking? I mean, any sort of war films or sort of war shows, I think, are, are quite good to watch. And sort of ter- you know, counter-terrorism, as you mentioned, Homeland, um, Hostages, are both pretty good. Um, would I recommend anything else similar to that? I think that's probably enough if you watch that. And still, anything? I mean, so. there's a few
0: films out there that depict Israeli soldiers. So there's um, uh, there's one called I think it's called Beirut or something like that. It's about a uh, or Lebanon Mm. uh, which is about uh, a a true story about the 1982 Lebanese war which is a really good film one of my favourite films is um, Waltz with Bashir yes I was going to say that's very um, good which is a an animated film about uh, soldiers who recount horrible stories of when they went into Lebanon and Mm. Uh, things that they did that they weren't happy about. And it focuses on a specific event called uh, The Massacre at Sabra and Shatila, yeah. And I think it won Oscars. It was, it's a really, really yeah. good film. Um, I, I remember really quite, quite quite, a profoundly well-affected film. But I mean, there's loads yeah. of Israeli well, films. Well, there's also, there's I mean, some
2: of the
1: obvious ones that maybe... I mean, we've already mentioned um, Tehran, which I think is the most obvious one. But there's also there's a film on Netflix um, with Sasha Baron Cohen about the Israeli spy. I think it might just oh, be called li- the spy. Yeah, it's limited. Limited yeah, it's called the spy. It's that's pretty good. There's another one which I actually watched recently, um, called I think it's called either the Caliphate or just Caliphate, um, which is you know again it's not about Jews, it's not about Israel, but it's about um, a group of women um, and ISIS and you know it's it's that's really I'm not going to spoil it because it's really intense, um, and it has a, oh,
2: that is is, good is a good show. Yeah.
1: Um, again, it's also it's not in English. Uh, I can't remember what language it was in but i watched with subtitles. <laughs> um, I can't remember if it was Arabic or even like European language or something. I can't remember. But it was really good. Caliphate was, was good, and that's on Netflix as well. Okay. Nice.
0: Excellent. Let's okay. get
1: into... So that's that's what we recommended. Again, if you've not watched uh, Fauda before, if you've only watched one or two other seasons um, and you haven't watched the third one yet or you haven't watched the second one, whatever it might be, uh, stop listening, go and watch it, enjoy, and let us know what you think in via social media. And if you have, then please stick around and listen to us go through spoilers and some of our thoughts on Falda. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the uh, the jingle. And so I think it's fair to say there are quite a lot of spoilers. It's not the sort of thing that you you would say nothing happens, and it's you know you know what's going to happen. Yep. I think that the spoilers are a number of characters obviously die. There's plots that are foiled. There are things that happen throughout from start to finish that really um, really change that kind of stuff. And. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we can. I'm not going to go into every single spoiler because we'll be here for the next few hours. But, you know, enough happens and, you know, we assume that you know, you've watched it, you know who dies, you know who lives, you know what happens at the end. Um, so we can just talk about what we thought about the show and what we liked about it. So we'll start off um, without sort of going into two up, two down vibes in terms of, Mr Fink, you, you've you obviously enjoyed the show. You would recommend it to anyone, as you've mentioned. Is there anything about... Let's just say, you keep... Well,
0: you keep calling me Mr.
1: Fink. <laughs> oh yeah, you are Mr. Fink. You always call you Mrs. Fink. That's your mother. Mrs. Fink is my mother. But, um, but yeah, in, in terms of the, the show itself, were there any was there anything about it that you didn't like? Anything that you think really actually not ruined the show but maybe wasn't super duper positive or you think could have been better? There's a few there's a few storylines about that, that
0: sort of tail off that I thought were a bit unnecessary and I think they just added them in just to add a bit of sex <laughs> or 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 drama. I think there's a storyline with Saggy Yeah, Saggy. A- yeah. And and I'm just trying to work out where that's going. Uh, I'm not I'm really not sure where that's mm. going. I think uh, it was a bit of a filler. Maybe I don't think any of the romance stories are. Interesting. I have a feeling it's a filler. It feels almost like a it's just a stupid term that I really hate. Um, where a lot of fans have created, and I think it ruins shows, where they call it shipping. Okay. Um, where what they do is, is that they watch a show and it could be anything. So for example, there's one about Walking Dead, right? The Walking Dead. And there was a show uh, where they would discuss The Walking Dead each week. And there was one actress, I can't remember her name, but she's very irritating. She's a regular guest star on the show. And she's like, I want to ship um, these two. And I'm like, Fuck, this is a show about zombies and surviving, and you're, you're acting as if it's Seinfeld or, <laughs> or Friends. Yeah. You know, it, that's not what this show is about, and that's what Founder is about. Founder's not about random characters mm. getting together. It's not a soap.
1: Yeah, pit. but it's it not, does need um, to It needs to have... It can't just be uh, dropped, like action all the time. It needs to have a little bit of dialogue. It needs to have uh, stories about their part. And I get that. I think that does work. But, for example, I think that the... I agree with you, because I think that the story with uh, Steve and Moreno's sister i think that's a steve, steve. or Her, 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 Herzl. his story i think is really good steve. um i, I actually thought Doron's wife having an affair with one of the people in their in their team was quite good and that just it, it, it fizzled did fizzle out, out, out a it? little that bit i mean so they weren't weird. even together in the second season he wasn't in the last no, season he I wasn't don't think
0: in season him. 3 um what is his character what is his name um
1: what? it's not Yik. It's not Mickey. Mickey. No, Mickey is Mickey Moreno. Are you talking? At, wait, no, Mickey Moreno. he died Mickey. Mickey dies at the
0: beginning of season yes, three. Yes, he? he does. Who are
1: you? Who are you trying to Mickey talk about? You're talking about Na, uh, Naor.
0: Naor. Naor. And it's. And he's quite a famous guy. Tahi yeah. Ledi, I didn't think he was. Tahi yeah. He was, he, was, he was pretty good in it. Um. I mean, but they didn't really give no. him much. He, he he's having an affair with with
1: his wife, and then in season two, he runs. He goes it's off. It's actually really really.
2: Well,
0: he, no, in season two, he's undercover. Yeah, but he
1: gets kicked out, so to speak, from the unit because he doesn't like Doron. They think he's been kicked out, and then he comes yeah, back. Yeah, and that's and it, and then they get rid of undercover. him. Yeah, so he's...
0: And he comes back undercover mm. uh, to try and get Waleed to 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 break or mm. to confess somehow, and then he's just not in season
1: three, and I wonder whether there was a falling out or Possibly. something. Um, I think just going back to the romance, side, I, I hear what you're saying. I actually think that was one thing about the show that I think... I don't know if it added too much. There's a few bits where you can sort of go, okay, I get why they've got, you know, Doron and um, Shirin having a relationship I think is really clever. I think that's a really good point. I think that really adds something to the story. I mean, when he ends up having a, I wouldn't quote an affair, when he ends up sort of hooking up with the um, Israeli, um, that the woman who's in the command center in season three, oh God, it's yeah. sort of like she's really hot for him. But it's, it's just James, it's it's a James
0: yeah. Bond thing. It's a James Bond thing. Do. The the star needs to have some sort of sexual relationship yeah. with someone just to somehow mm. make him look a bit more macho.
1: I don't know. I'm trying to yeah. see what the relevance but is to the storyline. Yeah. If it's the relevant, only it makes the only reason why, why the soggy storyline with Nurit in the third season is relevant is that he gets really pissed off that she's uh, engaged to some random guy, even though she still hooks up with him. So he gets pissed off and he ends up just being a complete psycho in the third season, that's where it makes sense. The fact that, yeah, it, it's sort of a little bit, I don't know, I'm not sure if it really feels like it adds enough to the story, but um, that was something that I didn't like about it, I would say, is that the sort of undercurrent uh, stories yeah, that's, don't that's always I hit as well.
0: I need, I need something a little, yeah. a little bit more um, to... to to make that sort of thing relevant. If, again, like this is not having an issue with any sort of relationships and shows, I just sort of like, if it adds Mm. relevance to the storyline and it doesn't feel forced or rushed, then it means that it matters more to us, right? So Nuri and Sagi, it feels a bit rushed at the moment and I'm worried that it's actually going to lead to one of them dying. And it means that we're now going to have to feel sympathy for the other Mm. character. And now, and then I'm not sure, and some other listeners and viewers of the show um, might disagree with me I'm not sure I'm, I've seen enough of it to actually feel yeah that makes sense that works and it makes an, a big impact on the storyline that if something were to happen mm. to them that it would matter and and, and and it would affect my viewing of the show as as a viewer so yeah. that's something that I think the show is struggling to get right and I think it's it's so focused on the whole you know counter-terrorism element and how it's affecting them that it, that it feels that it has to mm. add now this relationship vibe to it that you know yeah I don't know I mean you know there was a whole storyline with Steve's girlfriend uh, where they had a kid and she's clearly got postnatal depression and again I'm trying to it it didn't make a difference to the storyline at the end of the day because it was will Steve go will he Steve was always going to go in he went in at the end with Nurit to to say to get him yeah but he didn't go on the original mission you know there's no he didn't go on the original mission, but he was always. There's go- no way that this guy was not going to go mm.
1: in. I, I it, think it with him, um, I think with him, I wonder what it means he'll AMX have his thing where he will know. feel like because he didn't go in with the original group. That's why Hai died or something. It'll be something like that, and he'll have a lot of yeah. Guilt I wonder, over uh, yeah, it. I wonder. I think that's, you're right. I think that's yeah. what they would do.
0: It's going to have an impact. So, I, so I mean, I mentioned. I think. I mean, is there anything else that you don't like about it? about this show I mean, because i actually think it's quite good it, it gets a lot of things right and storyline makes generally quite good sense mm. um i think the action is really good i don't think it's ott necessarily um no
1: I, the, everything i genuinely so, uh, we've spoken about good and bad shows i know some people will look at it and say the political side and we'll get into that in a, in a bit but i i do yeah. think that from a action acting drama the music cinematography all that kind of stuff I, I think it's a brilliant brilliant show i love it i think it's, it's great um I, I wouldn't say it's something that i watch and then i go away and I, I sit down and I really think about it for a long period of time um i just think it's a really really good watch and i think yeah. that it, it, we, was, we were saying this before yeah. the third season there are genuinely moments where you are sitting on the edge of your seat and you are this show yeah. is not for the faint hearted it's incredible it really is I think it's
0: brilliant for in many different senses in actual stress watching the show and also if you have like if you get really easily offended yeah. you know about certain things if you're a bit of a snowflake yeah well there's it. the scene in
1: right. I think it's the first season where they capture the sheik um sorry the no sheik, sheik. No, sheik. Shake, uh, shake. What's his name? Sheik. I can't remember his name. But they, they capture the shake and they want to do a, a prisoner swap unofficially, and they start torturing yeah. him. They start properly torturing him, and the Narit can't watch it. She's too, uh, like she. Yeah, and they criticise her, don't they? They say if you can't get out, if you yeah. can't watch and this, and that's then off you go. that's a scene that get is out. difficult and to watch because especially if you've you know regardless of what your political opinions are, not even regards bearing in mind people's political opinions i think a lot of people we know who are jewish or who are israeli would watch this show and that is a scene where you can't just what they are doing is is not good it's it's evil it's torture it's horrible to watch and he's the guy's an innocent man i mean you know regardless what you think and that is a difficult scene to watch and you know you're right if you are easily offended or you struggle to watch scenes where there's you know we talked about this with when you see us if you struggle to watch scenes that are challenging in in that way then there's a lot of scenes over the course of Fowler that can be really really difficult and will make you sort of potentially quite uncomfortable but i think in in general if that's not something that necessarily bothers you it is a really really good series as, as i mentioned some of the romance side of it is a little bit iffy i don't think there's that much fillers that much of like a filler vibe like there's not too many scenes that are wasted there's, cu- there's a couple
0: of times but there's some, there's some episodes though that I enjoy, there's some scenes that I enjoy watching that do feel that they are a bit filler, but for some people, but I think it's just to show us the dynamics. So in season three, for example, there's a whole long piece where they're just sitting there at the shiver, which for anyone who doesn't know the term shiver is basically the Jewish version of awake after a funeral. It kind of lasts seven, hmm. seven evenings. Um, it's essentially kind of like that and they're sitting and they're chilling and they're, and they're very much socialising and they're actually having a good time yeah. it's like Mickey's wake basically so I mean it's actually quite a long and it's expanded see, drawn out scene but I think it's just to show us again mm-hmm. the, the, the bond that they have now I think some people have criticised the show for that saying it was too macho and and it's just sort of glorifying this sort of behavior about you know no I um, like that I don't know. I like it's just I like a bunch of friends who are, I think I' quite like that If anyone's been to Israel or experienced watched Israelis like a lot of them are like that and and that is how mm. they express their friendship yeah I think Israelis are a bit machismo, a bit macho I think generally I think Israelis are generally a bit like that but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing um, It's just a bit something that we're not so used to in this country in a way. Um, uh, so yeah so it might seem like feel about importance to show the, the bond that a lot of them really mm. do have in it um, but yeah I, I just don't think it does relationships very well the show I think that's one of the issues it's not very good at doing it and I think it's just doing it for the sake of it um, just to, to add a little bit to the R rating or something yeah. that they could have you know I feel that sometimes
1: they do that just to say well oh, this may contain
0: it's also like violence if torture, you're gonna, if you're gonna get a music, really high right, rating
1: you know because, well a high parental guidance rating because you're going to shoot people in the face you might as well like you know in for a penny in for a penny you might as well have sex scenes well yeah yeah So yeah,
0: if you're going to do you may as well do that yeah just use yeah. the R rating for whatever you want so yeah that's possibly something that I think doesn't if I'm being harsh hmm. on the show because I actually think it's a really really great show um, then I, I guess that's what I would okay. I would pick the nit I would pick um, about it um, but as a show itself it's it's Absolutely brilliant. I said it before, I think it throws off some really good shocks. So season two, I didn't see shirin oh, kill herself. I, I, I wasn't I sure. I thought he'd get to her. I, th- I didn't think, I thought she'd try and kill herself, but I thought he'd save her. Um, so okay. I was actually quite, te- I was a bit like, oh, wow, okay. I didn't think that she wouldn't try and kill herself. I, well, I, I, he
1: I didn't think she would when I you know first started her. watching it, but once they take her away, when she thinks she's about to get out, and then obviously Duan's father is killed and he blames her, as soon as he blames her, she gets taken away and I, Captain Ayub says, or I can't Captain Ayub or someone else says, we can't do anything for you now because you're a suspect in a murder or whatever it is. As soon as that happened, I knew she, had nothing, she there was nothing left for her. She couldn't go back to the Palestinian yeah, territories awesome. and she couldn't stay in Israel. And you just thought there was no escape. The only escape was for her to kill herself. I, I So I kind of saw that coming.
0: I just thought that Doron would save her and get her out and send her to like France. The, the bit that I didn't see, I didn't I don't know I thought I didn't, he so, I was, I just I didn't thought. see
1: coming the Abu is it Abu Sam, Samara that comes in and kills um he comes in and kills what when they kill uh, Yeah, I didn't Al-Muktesi. see Abu Samara being the one that would walk in and kill him. The kid. No, the, no not Walid. Walid. Um, Abu Samara comes in and kills uh Al-Muqtasi who's holding Doron at gunpoint at the end of season 2 at the end of season two, Al-Makdasi is holding Dawan hostage with his son and as he's about to die or as he's about yeah. to execute him, Abu Samara, who's like the head of the Palestinian PA or whatever it is, oh he yeah, he just held the hostage. I did not see forest. that coming. That was, that for me came a bit out of left field. Felt a bit like a day ex machina.
0: I kind of thought that, I, I kind of thought that was coming in a sense because the show's done a very, this is the thing, it's, I think the show's done so, so well. Is that it's portrayed loads of different things. It portrayed the hostilities, particularly between different leading factions in um, in, in the Palestinian mm. leadership. Um, so um, when Amadisi comes along, uh, he is ISIS, yeah. and ISIS is bad news for Hamas. And he, uh, you know, even Hamas, they're like, ISIS is too much for us. Which says a lot about what ISIS are like. If That's Hamas are like, <laughs> yeah, we don't play with you guys. Like you know what I mean? It's um, that's what that sort of thing that this show th- this um, this show does really well. So I kind of saw it coming. It does look a bit like Deus Ex Machina, but I kind of felt that they were g- they were going to have a role to play, and it wasn't going to be the army mm-hmm. that were going to get. They're going to get him.
1: Um, but Abu Samara still
0: is he is he is he PA think, or it, is he um it, th- is he Hamas? I think he is Hamas, but he's Hamas. like
1: yeah, it's like the government side of of hamas because he seems obviously he's you know doesn't love israel but they're a bit more calculated than just you know yeah because it tries to show
0: that hamas are a political as well as well as you know they are prescribed as a terrorist movement they are a political organization and they do need to make political decisions and someone like al-maqdasi coming in is going to cause too much problems and someone like Walid as well uh, he's causing too many problems for them and actually the israelis do i think dorong no, kills doesn't. in
1: the end Is Dor- you they, got, they've got Na'ol him tied him? up and, they, and he tells them where and oh, they realize
0: yeah and they realize he, they're no, they're they not they promise, well that's happen, actually they? an incredible scene so, they
1: promise him that if he talks they won't kill him and they start dousing him in oil and then as soon as he tells oh, them yeah. and they look at each other like oh now we're gonna have to let him go and yeah, just shoots him in the head it. and says that was for bars
0: Yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, and and it kind of does redeems Nuh no a little bit with the group, doesn't it? Um, you're right. I, I, I'm just getting my, my, my scenes confused. Um, uh, How many people have said that? I've got my scenes <laughs> confused. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, as shock wise, and it it, it just shows the different issues. It also, there's the whole. Uh, I think in season three, um, there's the whole element where you know uh, Captain Ayub. Who is one of oh, the best, possibly yeah. the best character in the show? We're, we're big fans of him. Um, he has a very good relationship with the leader of the hu- the Palestinian police, um, and they all get killed by by extremists um, in the Palestinian, in uh, from a Palestinian faction. They get killed by them, don't mm. they? They're meant to have a big meeting, um, uh, and they all get taken out yeah. as they park the it's car or something. That's a brilliant scene. Um that came out of nowhere. I did not see that coming um but it shows as well the, the tensions in the in the in the Palestinian leaderships and how that affects any sort of progress as well made between the Israelis and the Palestinians in, in in some sort of peace terms and because they have certain understandings that they have they have to do certain things and i just think it does really well uh, i mean i've said this before it's a very honest show and it shows that the actions that these commando elite counter terrorists take they're not. Ju- they don't just like go in, kill a, kill some terrorists, mm. and and just go home and have dinner. It doesn't really work that way because, the, they a are, are, are at times are quite struggling with w- with the job itself, and also that there's always someone else left over that's going to try mm. and um, maybe take revenge or something like that. So in the very first episode, we have that where they go and they take Abu Ahmad. And they kidnap him, and that's a brilliant scene, by the way. It shows you what this this unit's like from the wedding. But they try, but they, but they accidentally. I don't think they mean to, but they do kill yeah. the the groom. Um, you know that that's actually a fatality. That's that's a collateral damage that they make. So they didn't intend to do that, and that wasn't supposed to happen. But because of that, the wife, you know, who's just witnessed her husband get killed on their wedding night, which is in itself a horrendous, horrendous tragedy that we shouldn't be hmm. cutting ourselves off from she is easily manipulated by the terrorists to well, go in even, and I, I her wouldn't her even I wouldn't even say she
1: was nec- I mean she, you're right manipulated but she I what, think she, she was uh, they she manipulated they want her to be a I think she kid, was I want bit. to become a martyr
0: she yeah cuz she's so yeah. she's so distressed by what happened um but I think if she'd calmed down a little right. bit and someone had supported her then they wouldn't have done that but she obviously she wants she she has this and I think a lot of Israelis and Jews sometimes have this. When they see what's going on in Israel and Palestine, they have this sort of want to be a part of it, defend the state, and, and you know. So she's like that. She's just watched her husband mm. get murdered yeah. on their wedding night. Of course, she wants to have this. This. this of course, she wants to to hold revenge. But it, it's about the decisions about manipulating it and about giving the access. Yeah. Someone gave her the bomb, right? It wasn't that she went and picked it up. Someone gave her the bomb. Someone said, "Yeah, go on, do this. Blow up this um, this club." And you know, the bartender. Uh, who yeah. is Boaz's girlfriend, isn't she? Is really nice to her, really kind to her, wherever. But she still goes ahead with yeah, it, doesn't she does. she? does she go ahead with it? Yeah. She still goes ahead with it. Um, so it, it's about what goes on amongst all of them. You know, Shirin dies at the end of the day because of uh, Doron's actions and his lack of action and the things that he says and the things that he does. Um we have as well um Boaz gets murdered you know that they, they kidnap and they blow they blow Boaz up who mm. is Doron's brother-in-law right actions have consequences yeah. Well, that whole first day. season um al maktasi al- kills his father right al maktasi kills yes. Doron's father in, in season 2 because of the actions of Doron and and it's it, it, they mm. can't, and that, that's the brutal he also, he also accidentally the story, kills like, his the own story
1: says yeah this who also was just an innocent he just wanted yes. to be left out of it Yes, and
0: it's just, you know, the, the the I think the message of the show is, yeah, these guys are all really skilled. They're highly skilled assassins, and they're brilliant at what they do. And yeah, they're all friends or whatever. But this is a never-ending mm. cycle, and it's got to stop. And the end of season three is is, is an absolute yeah. example of that. They go into Gaza to save these
1: two kids. Um, they well, lose actually, sorry, but before you go through, they that, lose I was one of the kids. They, the Bashar and his father kidnapped those kids because of what Daron's meddling because of Daron's meddling yes. Bashar is considered a traitor and they want and you know they're going to kill him he, they got to and find and a way of getting, getting you themselves know, so it's back all, into if it. if Daron wouldn't yeah. have gone in the first place to try and get the terrorists then that wouldn't have happened and they wouldn't have kidnapped the kids and they wouldn't have gone to like it is you're right it's all that cyclical violence
0: you know uh, mm. the, the kid dies they fail to save the kid when he tries to escape yeah. Adikai dies after all that um, and then the girl manages to is taken out mm. by Bashar uh, and, and then they have to surround the house and I don't, th- we didn't expect that to happen I didn't expect mm. that. I thought Bashar was going to say you're right yeah. I can't but he kills her and Doron yeah. loses it doesn't he because he knows that yeah. everything this is all his fault Everything, this cycle of violence, he's linked to every single piece that's going on. And the fact that he's so, yeah. he's raging at the end. he wants to kill Bashar because everything, he's lost Avichai. he's lost his father, everything, all I, he this does violence, have a, He has a good relationship with Bashar and, he violence, believes, and Bashar's a good
1: guy. And it's... Well, obviously. Yeah.
0: He tries to think that, yeah, Bashar hmm. is a good kid. He's a good kid. And it shows what this, this horrible conflict and how it can affect good people when you kind of understand why Bashar's done it though at the end of the day I kind of get it I don't Mm. agree with it I think it's awful but he's lost his father he's been betrayed he's been manipulated why wouldn't he hate Israelis and in Israeli and why wouldn't he want to take why wouldn't he want to make Doron feel you know Mm. awful and kill that girl right obviously what he's done is awful and you shouldn't be saying, yeah, it's, it's acceptable, or even understandable in itself. Like, it, we can't complain killing people, but you kind of like, he's another victim of this mm. endless cycle of violence and there needs to be a way of ending it. And I think that's what the rest of the show is. And there's a lot of criticism about it. Loads of journalists have come out and said, oh, well, if there, there isn't, a, if you're a Palestinian and you want to see a balanced side of it, don't watch it. Obviously not. Mm. <laughs> How can an Israeli TV show show the balance real? They, Israelis don't really understand the Palestinians well, I don't think the Palestinians they really understand don't. the Israelis, both you know, sides they have their biased, own bias, and the Palestinians don't necessarily understand hmm. the Israelis that well either. So, you know, d- this show is actually, I think, really good in a certain way. Yes, obviously, if you're a Palestinian, you're not going to want
1: to watch it because they're killing Israelis right? as well. I can't, I completely understand, as in, like, both sides what do you mean? have casualties.
0: Yes, I know,
1: but the, but yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, Israelis
0: are clearly portrayed as the the better side in this case, right? They're not, cons- you know, the terrorists are all mm. Palestinians, yeah. aren't they? They're all yeah. Palestinians. They're not Israelis. So I can understand why as a Palestinian, you're not going to want no art show especially if you've got family or something that's been affected by it, or you yourself has been affected by it. So that that, that kind of gets it. I completely understand it. But someone who's never doesn't really know much about the conflict or, or, or automatically assumes that this show is there to glorify elite commandos, it's not, I actually really don't, don't think it does that. I think it it sends a very clear message that, yes, these these are all highly skilled, trained, brilliant soldiers, but we really don't want that. We don't want that. And it's clearly ruining people's lives mentally, physically, emotionally, and there needs to be a way to possibly stop that. I don't Mm -hmm. think the show is suggesting an answer for it. It's just there to reflect about what's really happening and the action, the consequences. It's not there to provide solutions. That's not the responsibility of a TV show um but that's what that's what it is for me and i think that's why everyone should watch it um regardless of what their opinions are about israel or the palestinians um so i think it does, it does a good job of that so it it's great and i'm looking forward to season four i think, like i said i think it's going to link
1: into it i, I think you're, you're right i think that's a it's a good point i also think that i think as we were saying before this show is not in my opinion meant to be a political propaganda or political statement i don't think it's trying to say that yes obviously it's an israeli made show by israelis who've served in the, in the army they're not going to portray um israelis as the bad guys necessarily uh, i think that'll be quite a, a difficult sell especially in israel but i think what it does is it's a, it's a story right and we were saying this before tv does not tv and film does not always yep. have to be a with a very clear message and have a commentary on society or tell you what everything the way you need to think about something and I, I do think that partly they set this up because they just wanted to do a cool, fun action show, um, you know, in the same way that there's spy films, there's spy series, there's films about war, there's films about everything. And, and they will, sometimes it will have a slight political leaning, but I don't think that you need to watch this show and walk away and think, okay, the Israelis are obviously the good guys, the passengers obviously the bad guys. I think it's obviously very easy to look at it and say there are problems on both sides and there are clear yeah. Challenges with with supporting either side, but what I what I think is actually really good about the show, um, is the fact that it shows that there not there is no end. But I, you've seen the film Munich, and there's a great one of my favourite scenes in Munich. It's a very very sad scene is where um, Eric Banner, who plays for those who haven't seen Munich, it's about the uh, operation. What was the operation called? Um, is it Wrath of God? Oh, Operation Wrath, yeah, of God, Wrath, of, Wrath of God, which is about after the Munich Olympics, where uh, Israeli athletes were killed by Palestinian terrorists, the Mossad went after the people who um, organized and carried out the the attacks on the Munich um, at, at the Munich Olympics, and that's Munich is the story of the Mossad going after them. And there's a scene where Eric Banner, who leads the Mossad group, they are staying in a like hostel. And a Palestinian group uh, yeah. is also staying in this hostel, and they don't know that the well, the Mossad know that they're Palestinians, but the Palestinians don't know that he's there with the yeah. Mossad. And they're having this conversation on the stairwell about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and they don't agree. They don't come to any conclusion where they're both on the same page, but they almost seem to see eye to eye. And then the next scene, the Mossad end up killing these Palestinian uh, this Palestinian group, and it's a very poignant scene. And I think it kind of speaks to. The cyclical violence, the fact that as close as you get to what you think is peace or or an end to the conflict, it just keeps going. And in the third season, one of the opening scenes, it's not right at the beginning, but it's fairly early on. It's when Jihad Jihad Hamdan, who is the father of Bashar, leaves the prison. Um, And as he's leaving, all the cellmates are banging on their doors and they're saying goodbye to him. And Everyone loved him in prison. He'd been there for 20 years. And the last scene of season three is with Bashar walking in with such a glum look on his face he looks totally def- like, he just looks like a different person he hasn't got a smile anymore he's not got yeah. any life to him any- he's walking in they're all banging on welcoming him in to the prison and that so doesn't matter what you do he didn't want to be part of it he's got no inclination to be a terrorist he wants to be a boxer and, and leave Palestine, and go to he wants to go to amman and to eat into yeah. Cairo and all these other places. He just wants to get out, and he wants to marry a Bedouin girl, and that was quite controversial and everything else. And it oh, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You can't escape, and that's the same thing with Shirin, right? She's also tries to get out of it. Doesn't want anything to do with it. People get dragged into it. These people that have got nothing to do with the conflict, they're just innocent bystanders, and they get caught up in it. And I think that's the only commentary to me that really gets. You need to speak around Fawda. It's that. Regardless of what you think about both sides, there's a lot of innocent people just stuck in the middle. Um, that's it, what I you mean. You want to take away from it yeah.
0: you know? I mean, the way Shirin's treated by Walid in the first season, first two Waleed seasons. terrible. You can't just say, I he looks like Michael Sarah. <laughs>
1: that's a very good shout.
0: The guy who plays Walid looks like Michael Sarah. So it's basically Michael Sarah being this incredibly mad terrorist. That's a great um, shout. Who becomes the Panther. Um, and he's just like. Yeah, there's just so many things that are so Middle Eastern in it. Where he's like, they're getting she, he and she get getting engaged. She's like grossed out because they're cousins, and he gets out like this oh the thing orange, fizzy pop, fizzy fizzy orange pop, the fizzy orange juice, fizzy orange juice, Miranda <laughs> yeah. ju- drink to celebrate their engagement or something. I was like, this is so. Israeli out so much in common because I've seen this in Israel so many times. We can just gr- get a marinda out and then some plastic cups out of a blue bag or something, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it just yeah, tastes like um, sugar, it's <laughs> <laughs> <just> dreadful, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so I mean, he's he he was a really brilliant character, I've got to so say. He absolutely won because up you hate him. Man. Because, because he's so he evil him. and he's annoying. He's horrible, he's a He's, weasel. Horrible. he's annoying
1: and he can't grow a beard properly as well. Yes. He's <laughs> driving me mad. That's what I used to look uh, like when I tried to grow my beard to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like Walid. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, th- I mean, it's... Um, it, you're right, it's about innocent people getting getting caught in the middle of it and then eventually those innocent some of these innocent people becoming a, mm. a, a core part of the violence. it's, it's Bashar, the story of Bashar. So it shows completely, which is, and then it overtakes some people. And there's truly evil people like Al Makdasi, mm-hmm. ISIS, and really awful, um, really awful people. But there's some people there who, there is some element of them that could possibly be redeemed, but mm-hmm. maybe it's a bit too late. Maybe Doron is too late for him as well now, you know? Yeah. And maybe it's too late for Doron to be redeemed. He's done some pretty awful things. I mean, they all do awful yeah. things. I mean, there's one scene where Captain Ayub, I think it's season two or three, I can't remember which one. But he gets a, whose wife or girlfriend does he get in and he interrogates her? She's clearly pregnant. And he says to her, yes. you tell me what I want now. Otherwise, I'm going to beat that baby out of you. And I'm looking at him thinking, mm, that's a very intense Captain Ayub is like a really popular character because he's actually a little bit camp. In the way that he acts, you know, he's really lovable, mm. a very
1: intelligent bloke. He'll be, he'll be interrogating Palestinians very, and then he'll call his children to say there's schnitzel in the fridge. He's a very sadistic,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's not a great guy, isn't he? We kind of like, but we're kind of drawn to him. He does some really awful things, but he's a completely normal guy on the mm. side of it, which is a very uncomfortable at time to watch. But he is, he's a very, there's something about him that you're very drawn to. He does some very good things for people as well. He's a very mm. loyal man as well. But that, but that I'm watching. I'm thinking, yeah, that probably goes on in interrogations. They probably throw out threats like that. Yeah, and sure. you think about the wider context that you know, are you able to turn around and say, listen, I have to do this because we need to find out where this terrorist mm. is, and we need to find out where this bomb is, and I need to threaten, and he and and people weigh up and say, I'll threaten this woman to beat the baby out, her but that might save thousands of lives. And you're kind of like,
1: uh, yeah, it's com- it's conflicting. Well, there's a similar scene with, I think it's with. Um, is it with Abu Ahmad's, the, i.e., the Panther in the first season with his, I think it's his wife, and she's crossing over into Israel to see, I think it's their daughters in hospital, and the soldier makes her strip for a strip yeah. search. Yes. And Ayub comes in and he, like, protects her by saying, I'll put your clothes on, I'll, I'll shout at the soldier, and he gives her some time to put herself together and everything else. And as he walks out, he goes up to, like, the Israeli soldier and goes, Oh, well done. Like, he, he'd asked her to do that. And it's that manipulation. He is. An incredible character, an amazing actor, and almost every scene he's in is delivered brilliantly. But yeah, the guy is sadistic and he gets stuff done in a way that you can feel uncomfortable with. That scene where he, he sh- I can't remember, you're right, he, he does say to that woman, I'm gonna make you have an abortion. Uh, not, um, have an abortion. Yeah, have i not having abortion, I'll make you have a I'll miscarriage. Make you have a miscarriage. That is a, I mean, regardless, <laughs> that is a horrible thing to watch, but. That's is how far it gets. And there's another brilliant scene, actually. It's not so much with Ayu, but there's an, the interrogation scenes all brilliant. But there's one where they're trying to get Shirin to talk and they bring in Walid. And that scene mm. where they where Walid finds. Yeah, it's a great scene. She sees the necklace around Shirin's neck. That was, I mean, it's before she kills herself, not that long before. That scene, they're, they're acting in that scene from both Walid and Shirin when he's screaming at her and she is screaming to be let out of that room. That is an incredible scene. And there's a lot of scenes like that that are just so well done and, and so beautifully executed. Um, So I I did I really yeah. like that kind of... Th- those scenes are think
0: it's a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal show. I think it's very honest. Um, mm. I would encourage people to maybe watch it again. Just watching a different kind of view. Don't look at it as a, a simple action series where counter-terrorists are taking out Palestinian terrorists. You know, it's it's a, a lot more than that. It has a very clear message, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, maybe 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 the creators don't intend it to that, but I think I think there is a clear message of what this show is about. you know, we don't want this kind of thing to happen. But that, but when it happens, this is a brutal reality of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, if war happens, don't think it's like it's not a game. It really isn't a game. Whatever you think it might be, it might you might say this is disproportionate or this is that. It's not a game of statistics. People are not statistics. It's very, very real. We can move up to two up, two down now. So two up, two down, Uh, two good things and two things that we might not particularly liked. Uh, about the show uh, and then we'll move into uh grading it out of five stars so wunsch would you like to give us your two ups and two
1: downs please sure um my two ups i think the first up is if i had to choose a specific one i think that all of the um i don't want to call them the baddies (laughs) because there's a bit of a charge opening it but all of the so-called well all of the people on the palestinian side i think are amazing i actually don't think there's a weak actor like or a, a weak character on actors. the palestinian side so whether it's Walid al maktasi abu ahmad um, bashar bashar's father all the women all the wives i i just the abu samra or samara whatever it is the other guy who's like friends with ayub who gets killed in season three every single one of them i think is actually brilliant um, I think it's it's done so, so well. Again, I, I can't say that I know how accurate any of those characters are or how realistic it is, but I believed all of those characters. I think they're really, really good. I think that they the motives are there. I think the fact that you see... Bashar's a really obvious one where you see him as a bit of a kid, basically, at the beginning of season three. I know it's not that long, but you watch him develop into the man that eventually, as you said, kills um, the girl at point-blank range. He's, he's holding hostage. That that sort of progression I think you see and I think you can tell with all of the characters, you understand their backstory. You might not agree with it, you might think they're terrorists, that they're evil and everything else, but you you get it and, and you see that progression. I think that's a really, really well done thing and, and I like that, that was my first thing. Um, the second thing I would say, similar to the point you were making, I think the action scenes are really excellent and I think they're actually quite, you know, all of those really, the, the big scenes, the big moments, whether it's someone being killed, or dealing with death or the action scenes where they're storming an area or whatever it is all of those things are brilliant the, he- the heist per se but where they're doing a stakeout and something goes wrong and all those things I think all those scenes are really really well done both from an um, action perspective also cinematography I think really really good my two downs um, I would say the first one is that it's a little. we haven't really spoken about it but I think that there's a crew within that counterterrorism unit within Doran's unit of some really great characters. I think Avi Steve, uh, Nurit, Sagi, as you mentioned, we don't really get to see as much of their lives as we do of Doran's. You Doron is the main character and you get that. But you know, Steve in season three you start to see him with with Nurit with not with Nurit with his wife, uh, or his girlfriend who had, and the baby. And you sort I, I like seeing what these people what their home lives are like and how they've been affected by the things that they've done. And you don't really get that too much. You don't know anything about Naor's life apart from the fact that he's having an affair with Gully. You don't know it much about, you know, and you sort of feel like they only really show you their background if they're gonna <laughs> kill them off. Um like Avihai, you don't know anything yeah. about Avihai until season three when you meet his w- as, sounds really bad to say this. As soon as you start to see Avihai with his kids and his wife, I was that's like, that's yeah, poor he's writing. Dying. That, he's gonna die. That's poor writing.
0: Yeah. That's actually poor writing because if you clearly see things that that give give away something, then that means that the writers are not doing it well enough to make it a little bit more subtle. So you're Mm -hmm. right. So if Abichai, we knew stuff about him from season one and season two, then it would have made his death a little less obvious. But I agree with you because because they do that a lot. Know a lot about what's going on.
1: All of the all the characters on the so-called Israeli side that die. They build up to it by showing you more about their lives. So Boaz... Is, so that you care. Yeah, so Boaz is the obvious one in the first season. You start to learn about Boaz and his girlfriend and everything else, and then you watch him get killed. Then Moreno, you know no, almost nothing about Moreno after season one. Season two, they introduce the fact that he's having a relationship with Nurit, and they re- he has such a huge role in the first episode of season two that he gets killed at the end of that episode. It's like, okay. And then with Chai, the same thing. Nothing in the first two seasons. He's like this cool, interesting, slightly older guy who's the sniper. Beginning, as soon as season three starts, you start to meet his family, his wife, his kids, gets killed. It's like, I actually thought they might kill Steve off because they kept bringing in his baby and his wife, but then they didn't in the end. So yeah, I would like well, to... He's, clear, he's clearly in danger in the yeah, next season. Yeah, I wouldn't season. be surprised if he gets killed off in the next season, unfortunately. Um, so that, I think, was quite, quite upsetting. And then... Yeah. The other thing um, that I wasn't super-duper keen on, which we did touch upon, is just some of the romance. Um, like, that woman in the se- in season three that ends up hooking up with Doron. I mean, she's not even subtle. She just goes for it. <laughs> it's like, does that add much to the story? I suppose because she sort of double-crosses him. But it felt like it was a bit forced. Like, she kind of comes out of nowhere is obsessed with Doron and then sleeps with him, and he's super chilled about it, obviously. Um, I don't know. Did it add much to the story? Does it, you know, it kind of feels like now every season Doron has to have sex with someone else, (laughs) you know. Um, You know, it was Shirin in the second season. He's now obviously over that, and now he's hooking up with this woman, which he won't. And in the next season, he'll probably also find some, whether it be an Arab woman or it will be some part of the team. I I guarantee you he'll have a new love interest in the next season. Um, which I don't know, I don't know if it adds much to the story, but yeah, it's you know, if people aren't gonna focus on the non action well, side, uh, yeah, then the, throw in yeah, a bit yeah. of nudity and <laughs> people keep keep involved. Yeah, I agree with you. I think
0: I think I think that's the side to it that it might might be an issue. So that would link into my Your two downs. to my first down. Yeah, so my first down is it is linked to that. It's some of the it, it, it's filler. It's just so that they can tick something off a sheet rather than make it mm. relevant to the story, say, so listen. we'll we'll do things that appeal to everyone you know the best shows are the ones that don't necessarily care about what the audience want in a way you know it's uh, sometimes one of the best shows is that you know i'm not not just gonna add this just because you you might enjoy we're gonna we're gonna make sure that it's relevant to the story um so i think that that that's one element of it so some of the some of the relationships where it sort of fizzles out a little bit and 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 it doesn't it's just sort of like i don't know just just so that oh they were together kind of thing um yeah. uh I, 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 another negative is i think with some parts of the storyline it's all things that jump and they're not really explained so it's season three i mean i'm not sure it really it's very well explained is why does doran have such a terrible relationship with his son someone really explained it's not, i think properly. well
1: my theory
2: is they go through such a t- maybe maybe because of what
1: season
0: happened two, in season yeah. two that's what i would have thought but but you know that sort of thing they don't really go into that enough to make it a bit mm. more obvious, yeah, you know. right? You know, you know it, they went through something really traumatic and, you know, his son was suvi- survived, right? This He saved his son at the end, doesn't he? Like, mm. I, don't, I don't know. It, it, you'd like to think that maybe his son would be a bit more grateful in a way that he's <laughs> alive. Maybe he's upset that he's in that position in the first place. His daughter seems to be quite chilled with him in a way, doesn't she? Well, she was, but, yeah. she's not. Positive. Yeah, I, I, I was just wondering whether whether there's too much focus there's there's let's try and add more things into doron um that cause a problem but you know his life really spirals in season three his wife is not giving him much sympathy at all doesn't she, if i'm correct yeah she's really not fair on him at all i think she's unfair at, the t- at times you know he she knows what his job is like and she knows what the things he has to go and she doesn't really sympathize with him at all which i think is unfair
1: um I d- I, well I don't uh, think she does know I think that's the problem she thinks it's like because obviously as as we know I think they know but they don't know and I think it's you know they're
0: making his, his life completely spirals in season 3 without really explaining why mm. um which I find a bit strange you know he's got no home doesn't he in season 3 he has I not mean, yeah. know where to live he's like a bum so they came out of nowhere um so yeah and you, what you said before about relationships it's just, it just seems like what's the point um but ups, um, I think the characters are all fantastic. But I'm going to go on the Israeli. So well, actually, someone we haven't really spoken about is Ellie. Ellie is the leader who takes over Boz's uh, mm. Doron's job as the leader of the group. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, a guy who's got some elements of PTSD in him that affect his his field work. He he really cares. He's a really brilliant leader. He's so harsh. He's very thorough. He's very um, honest and uh, and sincere. Uh, and he doesn't make exceptions. I think he's brilliant, he's a brilliant character. I really enjoy watching any scene with him. Mm. I think he's really, really great. And, and he's the unsung hero of the yeah, story. Like he really holds the team together. And another element of it is, I think it's just the, the, the action scenes, the reality of it, I think is really great. I think that just that one episode in Gaza, Yeah. I think it's a especially long episode, it was over an hour. I've never watched this, an episode where I am absolutely terrified about what is going to happen. Not in a horror film kind of way. It's suspense. I was sitting there. My, my heart rate went up like crazy <laughs> during that episode. Like the only other time I ever remember watching TV or watching something where my heart rate just went up was with England versus Croatia in the semi final of the World Cup in <laughs> 2018. As soon as we uh, scored, f- until the for, you I, knew I was, it was just like then. on edge. I was on edge the whole game. Like mm. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And that was kind of what that episode was like. It was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal episode of TV. It's one of the best episodes I've ever watched in a, in a show. Mm. That one episode, and uh, uh, it just speaks volumes of how good that show is. So yeah, that that that's uh, mm. that's for me. Um, what, what Two ups, two downs. Now we'll move on to uh, rating out of five stars. So um, we've been generally quite generous. I think we've been we've we've reviewed some pretty good shows. I think mm. the lowest rank that I think anyone's given is one star. I think you gave for Tiger King. Tiger yeah. King. That's the lowest rating anyone's given, but. Um, we said like you know five stars is essentially flawless yeah. you know one of the best shows of all time I've only given out one five stars uh, and that's because as a limited series I thought that when they see us was, yeah. was flawless I think if it was a show that la- lasted a couple of seasons it wouldn't have got five stars I think it's very hard for a show to get five stars but I think as a limited series which is essentially a long film it's easier to give five stars mm-hmm. for films or for very short limited series yeah um, so that's essentially flawless, or, and zero stars um, is is suicide <laughs> um uh, uh, My interpretation has been: is that anything about four and above is really brilliant? Yeah. Anything f- between three and four is really good. Um, two between two and a half between two and three is decent to yeah, to like yeah. average. Yeah. I think a three, two and a half, or
1: three is. If decent If you give something a two finish. out of five, you're basically saying it's a bit crap.
0: Yes, I think I think three and above it is pretty yeah. good, decent. Three is decent. Three and a half is pretty good, like really good, pretty good. Four, I would say, is is entering brilliant areas. So what are you uh, going to give? Two and louder. Half- I'm going to give it four and a half and I thought about it really hard. I, was, yeah. I wasn't I was sure if I was going to give it a four but thinking about the stuff that we said but I think we were nitpicking a little bit. Yeah. I think we were nitpicking a little bit and I watched that show and every episode I really enjoy. Something happens pretty much every show. Yeah. The characters are really enjoyable. Um, they're good to watch. The storyline's really great. The action's really great. It feels very real. Um, I think the storyline's going really, really well and really, really actually looking forward to season four. Yeah, I agree with you. Based on what happens. Are they going to bring Bashar back? Uh, what's going on is it going to link in in any kind of way Uh, so yeah uh, I I would give it four and a half stars I think I think there's a few things that we've touched upon that don't make it a flawless show but I think as a depiction and as a a storyline itself I think it's great I think it's a really really good show I think it's hard I don't
1: think you can give something that is I think it's 36 episodes in total I think if you gave it five that would be yeah I don't know I don't know if I can give it five out of five out of five because you know it's just as we said five out of five is flawless but i think this comes very 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 close i think it is absolutely brilliant i would agree i'm also flawless.
0: love to give five stars to something that's not finished yet
1: yeah okay that's fair i mean uh, maybe you know m-
0: you know interesting uh, you well, I, I don't, I, think you can give five I don't stars know i something. would happily give something i don't think i don't think i could maybe just for a single season in a way but if you know that there's more seasons to right. come i think I, I would find it hard to give a five stars interesting something could derail derail it potentially in the future okay well
1: yeah I'd, I'd also give it four and a half if i could give it 4.75 maybe i would i really i loved Ooh. felder it is one of my favorite shows um of all time really actually netflix or otherwise i absolutely loved it especially yeah i agree on the action side it. so um any theories for what's going to happen in season four let's rattle off a couple I honestly i haven't got a clue no. because they see, i really
0: not entirely sure because they throw up completely new storylines mm. I couldn't have told you what was going to happen in season 3 I couldn't have told you what was really going to happen in season 2 yeah. the whole Al muktasi thing the whole ISIS thing was completely came out of nowhere so it's clearly going to be a new villain mm. they will bring in a new villain um, uh, what is going to ha- I think Bashar will return if he has not returned this season they'll bring him back to season 5 Th- there is unfinished business there clearly unfinished business but we're going to see Doron unravel even more yeah. clearly he was in a horrible state he's just lost one of his best friends the whole mission was a failure everything was for nothing he's very much alone you in know in, in a lot of senses um so we're going to see him unravel um i think this the show may end with him dying
1: yeah i could see that i think
0: that's how the show may end with i may mm. it may end with that because i do think the show has got a uh an expiry yeah. date. i don't think it will last more than five six so, seasons so yeah. they said that i was yeah. gonna say, so I, have, I have a theory well, you, that i
1: hope doesn't come true but go i've on. got a theory that the next season or even the season afterwards they're going to go out of israel and into like either iran or somewhere in europe to hunt someone down i really hope they don't do that because i like that it's in the west bank and gaza and israel but part of me has a theory that they're gonna go outside of israel yeah. to a neighboring I, I, country. I,
0: I see that because because the whole season three thing was we're going into mm. gaza this time it's in Gaza, which was like a really big yeah. deal. It was a great promotion for the show. And like, like you're going to do a show of them going into Gaza. How are you going to pull that off? I think you're right. I mean, the whole point is that they're counter-terrorists in Israel. I think it would be a bit... I could see them going into someone like Jordan or Syria. 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 Mm. That's more likely. Syria is more likely because of what's been going on there for a long time. Lebanon's also on a good Southern chance Lebanon, because of yeah. the, the Hezbollah issues. They haven't touched on Hezbollah at all. Mm um but they've touched on hamas they have touched on the pa they've touched on um isis which has come from syria mm-hmm. lebanon's a good shout though because of hezbollah mm.
1: or even iran like you know i mean tehran is set in iran, iran but, yeah, wha- you know they they all might look at bit, tehran know. the show and say they've done really well by going off to the nuclear reactor yeah. side of iran and i hope they don't do that i hope they stick to to israel and the west bank and and gaza i think that works really well but we will we will see. So that's uh, that's our review. We've given it four and a half out of five. We've said that some of the shows that you could watch that are similar. And yeah, I, I like I said, we really loved it. We'd recommend it. Go watch it. If you haven't, re watch it. It's great to uh it's a great show. And uh, next week, in next week's episode, we will be having our yet to be decided name for our office argument. Um where I will be arguing that the Office US is an overrated one of the most overrated TV shows of all time. And uh, Fink will be arguing that it is, in fact, one of the greatest shows of all time. So we have differing opinions on that. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you um, let us know what you think. And um, especially if you agree with me, we'd love to hear what you think. If you agree with Fink, then, um, you know, maybe you just don't understand TV. Um, No, I wouldn't say that at all. Just before, was this our 10th episode? Um, I probably should I mean no, do you include the ne- teaser and the next pilot week? and all that stuff oh I think pilot might count
2: but is this, uh, no, this is I think number next 9 week is our tenth next epi- week yeah so that's why it's a special week, so
0: next week special <laughs> episode 10th <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> episode so, wow nearly 10 episodes mm, already amazing fantastic
1: alright but um, but do remember to join in remember to follow us on social media Instagram at since you watched podcast and on Twitter at since you watched and uh, yeah see you next
0: uh You can say that we'll see, yeah. We look forward to it. Well, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Beautiful, have a good week.